Reports from Carlow County Council by Suzanne Pender. IFA says CAP proposals will be devastating for County Carlow. CAP proposals will have devastating consequences for County Carlow, with a whopping €6.5 million expected to be lost from the local economy if they go ahead. That was the doomsday scenario presented to members of Carlow County Council last week by an emergency delegation from Carlow IFA. The local branch had sought to address the local authority, an 11th request that was granted by members. The IFA delegation included its chairman, John Nolan, and members, John Keogh, Joseph Kelly and Marion Dalton. Mr Nolan described Ireland as arguably one of the best food-producing countries on the planet, with high yields and one of the lowest carbon footprints in Europe. Mr Nolan added that County Carlow ranks as one of the most productive counties in the country. Its farmers producing effectively and efficiently, which is something to be acknowledged and proud of. Mr Nolan stated that the EU's current Common Agricultural Policy CAP proposals severely hurt the most productive farmers in County Carlow, set to lose €6.5 million if the current proposal is enacted, which he predicted would have detrimental consequences not just for farmers, but for the county's towns and villages and industries that are heavily reliant on agriculture. Mr Nolan urged council members to lobby their local TDs and make the case for rejecting the CAP proposals in their current format. Councillor Charlie Murphy described CAP as the biggest issue to hit Carlow farmers since the sugar factory closed and urged people not to be codded. This is a political decision. This is not a done deal. There's a lot of influence still here and a lot of political games yet to be played, said Councillor Murphy. Councillor Tommy Kinsler agreed that if CAP was adopted, it would be disastrous for Carlo. What other sector would put up with having a 45% decrease in their income, he remarked. Being penalised for being productive and efficient, and that's what all the Tagus experts and government grants were encouraging over the years, added Councillor Kinsler. Penalised for being a good farmer, he said. Councillor Brian O'Donoghue recounted a conversation he'd had with a County Carlow farmer recently who indicated that the funding from Europe paid him a wage and his bills, including the local co-op. A 45% decrease in his income, how does he reconcile that? How can we expect Irish farmers or Carlow farmers to put up with that, he asked. Councillor John MacDonald stated that Deputy Jennifer Murnane O'Connor was working hard for farmers and had attended various meetings with the Oireachtas Committee on the matter. She is supporting you and we are supporting you, said Councillor MacDonald. Councillor John Murphy stated that the clear message was that the €6 million Euro currently going into every town and village in the county would be gone if CAP goes ahead. Delegation member John Keogh remarked that there was nothing we do better in Carlow than farming. He accepted CAP was confusing, but essentially it was based on productivity. He painted a scenario of two farms side by side, one farmer intensive and the other not quite. The CAP policy is to take the money from the productive one and give it to the less productive. Mr Keogh stated that the productive farmer was the one more likely to purchase a Keenan's feeder or a Broughton trailer, 
so cuts to farm incomes would have knock-on effects for the county's many agricultural-related industries. He too urged members to support farmers on the issue. Council delegation will visit Spain next month. The thorny issue of foreign travel came under scrutiny at this month's council meeting as the local authorities sought to send a delegation to Spain. Cahirloch, Councillor Finton Phelan, sought approval from members to send a Carlo delegation, led by the Cahirloch, to Urbact, a Europe-wide sustainable urban redevelopment project which takes place in Algeciras, Spain, over three days this December. Councillor Phelan also sought a retrospective approval for a trip to launch the Columban Way, which took place in Bangor, County Down in October. Part of this route is through Michel, which has strong connections to St. Columbanus, one of Europe's most celebrated early missionaries. Senior Executive Officer Eamon Brophy clarified that it was now law that council approval is secured for foreign travel. The proposal to allow the delegation was put forward by Councillor John Pender and seconded by Councillor Tommy Kinsella. Councillor Charlie Murphy described St. Columbanus as Michel's most famous man, adding that his legacy was spread all over Europe. He also paid tribute to the work done locally in Michel to recognise St. Columbanus. Councillor William Patton stated that he would like to know more about the Urbact project and wondered if a full written report would be available when the delegation came back. We have to be very careful. A lot of people are sensitive about this and we have very little information. What are the expected outcomes from this, he asked. Councillor Adrienne Wallace demanded to know how much is this going to cost the public. She also wondered if it could be moved online. Mr Brophy said there was an Urbact local action group in Carlow which examined greater use of urban gardens and spaces, a concept developed in the EU for urban areas. The idea is that we learn more from other cities and towns involved about the best use of our urban spaces, urban gardens and other outdoor spaces, he added. He confirmed that the delegation would report back to members. Director of Services Michael Rainey stated that engaging with other European areas and local authorities to access funding was part of the programme. A vote was then taken on granting approval, with 15 in favour and 3 against, councillors Andy Gladney, William Patton and Adrian Wallace. Ten new charging points on the way for electric cars. Telephone kiosks across the county will be removed to make way for 10 new charging points for electric vehicles. Director of Services Padraig O'Gorman told last week's meeting of Carlow County Council that the local authority had agreed to a proposal with Air and EasyGo Charge Limited to enhance the county's electric vehicle charging infrastructure. Mr O'Gorman revealed that telephone kiosks in six locations will be removed and replaced with 10 electric vehicle charging locations. Two fast chargers will be available at Green Lane Carlow, two slow chargers at Kennedy Street Carlow, a charger at Greenbank Car Park, a fast charger in Tullow and also in Bagnallstown, and two slow chargers in Burris. Mr O'Gorman described the proposal as positive and a welcome addition to the county's e-charging facilities. The proposal is at no cost to the council, 
which is making the space available for a duration of 15 years with the option of an additional five years. Describing the proposal as very positive, Councillor Brian O'Donoghue said that when he first raised this matter with the director, he expected two or three new charging points, but to have 10 or 12 was a very welcome result. Councillor Andrea Dalton pointed out that if projections are correct in terms of increased numbers of electric vehicles we will see on our roads, the council will need to build the infrastructure. She also encouraged the local authority to look at other areas where charging vehicles is more difficult, including apartment blocks and at on-street parking spots. Councillor John Casson asked about the cost of charging a vehicle, while Councillor Michael Doran questioned the details of the contract and its costs. Mr O'Gorman stated that the timeline for this will move forward quickly if permission is given, and that the funding and costings were in place. The contract is no cost to the Council, and it is a commercial decision by EasyGo, who understand it will be loss-making in the initial years, he said. He added that EasyGo will bear the risk of the capital costs, therefore they have included extending the contract for five years to recoup those costs. Mr O'Gorman said that typical charging costs were in the region of €5. The proposal was approved by members. It's official, town bus service will go ahead. Carlow Town Bus Service has received official confirmation that it will go ahead in 2022. Director of Services Padraig O'Gorman confirmed that the pre-tender process conducted by the National Transport Authority, the NTA, is expected to begin in the coming weeks, with suitable companies asked to forward a tender. Councillor Andrea Dalton welcomed the news and asked if the site for a depot had yet been selected. Councillor Fergal Brown asked if the work scheduled for St Joseph's Road could coincide with the work to be carried out on the new bus service. Mr O'Gorman stated that the site for the depot had not been confirmed and that he would raise all matters with the NTA. Councillors praise new book on Carlo. A wonderful piece of work that will provide a great reference for future generations is how a new historical book about Carlo was described at last week's council meeting. Carlo, Local and Norman History by Sean O'Shea contains a compilation of articles researched and recorded by the author over the past 20 years, along with some new material previously unpublished. Councillor John Pender congratulated the retired council official on its publication, describing the book as a wonderful piece of work that will inform the people of Carlo for generations to come. Councillor Pender suggested inviting Mr O'Shea to county buildings to discuss the book and also for the council to make the book available at the county library as well as within its presentation packs for visiting dignitaries. Members agreed and congratulated the former official on its publication. Illegal dumping on the rise Illegal dumping has become much more prevalent in the last six months, according to a local councillor. Councillor John MacDonald raised the issue of litter on our country roads, adding that there seemed to be a lot more in recent months. Director of Services Padraig O'Gorman stated that the council had an anti-dumping initiative and added that CCTV would be an idea in some areas, but permission was needed which would require legislation. Constant risk of flooding 
It was described as the look of God that a woman in St Mullins wasn't flooded again following heavy downpours last week. Councillor Tommy Kinsella once again raised the issue of a homeowner in St Mullins who has been subjected to flooding from the River Barrow on several occasions. This is going on over four years and this lady is living in a dreadful situation, he said. Councillor Kinsella remarked that the woman was extremely fearful she would be flooded again last week, but at the 11th hour, the water subsided. She can't be lucky all the time, Councillor Kinsella added, urging the council once again to take action. Applause for communities and GAA teams. Towns and villages around the county were congratulated for their extraordinary efforts despite the challenging times at this year's Pride of Place competition. Councillor John Murphy congratulated the prize winners and all participants in the county's 2021 Pride of Place while also welcoming the new format. Councillor Brian O'Donoghue congratulated all the local GAA teams who have enjoyed success in recent weeks with myriad county finals taking place. He congratulated Grange GFC winners of the Junior A, Michel winners of the Senior Camogie for an incredible 22nd time, and Aero Oog winners of the Intermediate Championship. Councillor Arthur MacDonald congratulated Munivyug winners of the Junior Camogie final, while St Anne's LGF club was congratulated for its win in the Ladies Intermediate final. Councillor Fergal Brown congratulated Neve Barry and all involved in the recent unveiling of the Kevin Barry statue in Ratvilly.